0: ticked off make it impossible for them to find you or try to ask you a question and there's tons there's tons of uh of uh, uh products out there that make you do this it, it's crazy
1: lunch of
0: Hey everyone, this is Norm Ferrar, aka the beard guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Okay, this episode we're going to be talking about customer support, standing out with awesome e-commerce customer care. We're going to be talking about how brands should approach customer service, how do brands balance automation and personalization when they use customer care and what mistakes do you see brands making with customer care all right stay tuned for another lunch with norm the e-commerce and amazon fba podcast okay like i said today we're going to be talking about standing out with awesome e-com customer service our guest began selling on amazon in 2014 and like many others, used, uh, used, used to outsource to offshore uh, agencies. However, he found um, small misunderstandings lead to larger problems, so he decided to look for a solution. What began as a part-time interest in 2014 has grown into a whole separate company. He's gathered an awesome team of U.S. native English speakers that manage customer interactions for a large number of clients. He manages Walmart, ClickFunnels, and eBay clients. And I am talking about Greg Reynolds of Zon Support. So we'll get to him in a second. But first, let's have a word from our sponsor. I want to give a quick shout out to an incredible group of sponsors to help keep this podcast running. The Lunch with Norm podcast would not be possible without the support of the following sponsors. Post Purchase Pro, Clear Ads, Jeff Schick Law, Rebate.com, Honu Worldwide, Digital Blacksmiths, Netfluence, Extreme Power, and Startup Club. Now back to the show. And where is that Zon support guy? Uh, Hiding in the background, Norm. Just waiting for you. Ah, how are you? I'm good,
2: thanks. Uh, A little chilly down here. I'm in uh, Monterrey in Mexico at the moment. It's hit nine degrees, which I wasn't expecting. But um, hey, that's okay. It's warmer than where you are, right?
0: yeah yeah it's uh at least you're uh you're not in the negative
2: Wow, well, there we
0: go yeah i can look out and see the lake our lake now is completely frozen we got ice huts out there uh yeah it's cold yeah it's a, it's a way of life yeah one day i might do that well no in my next life right uh, exactly you you know not in this life no, no. <laughs> yeah. you know uh it was interesting when, you know, I was reading reading your bio, but what got you started? Like, why did it stop? You you mentioned something in the bio that said, little things matter. And uh, how did this whole concept come together? Well, basically what happened is, is in
2: 2014, it was really easy to get going on Amazon. You right. could buy, buy anything, you know, you could basically act as a reseller and sit in the middle um and so you know things go really well but then if there's a little niggle with your product um, and we would outsourced all of our um customer care we were really you know living the dream so to speak um sometimes if you get a niggly customer and even back then you get a low star review because something wasn't quite right and it was quite unfortunate because the 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 team that we had had done really well but they kind of just lost the plot. And sent a, a a template reply that was really just wrong, uh, and that really upset somebody. And then somebody else weighed on on their review. Then somebody else came in behind. Mm-hmm. So you know we went out and bought you know some reviews as you could back then in those days. It was all legitimate, you know, through one of the agencies. Um, but you know we'd gone from having you know just a pile of great reviews to to having this these little ones which we pushed down. But we just lost momentum, Norm. You know, it, mm. it really it knocked the shine off it. Um, and then, you know, in at the same time, other competitors came in because they saw the niche we were in was was quite easy to get into. Um, and we just we just never recovered really from that uh, spot of really having everything flowing in the background sort of thing. And and it got to the point, you know, there, there's not not to take up the whole podcast but there's a few other examples of things going wrong and low star reviews and we're like well you know they've lost the plot they just don't get it so we took it all back in-house to, to manage and and bring it back sort of thing and i don't mind doing customer service it's you know i've got a background in that from a hundred years ago so um so i got it i got into that um and then i got a, a bit busy with it and a neighbor of ours at the time was chatting to her at the and she'd taken early retirement she was out of a call centre, so I got her into help, and she set up SOPs. I'll talk about those later and and other things. Then a buddy of mine, his business took off. He said, "Look, can you help me with mine?" And his brother uh, sold an engineering works, got into um, you know got into selling, uh, and it took off. And then all of a sudden, we just had a business there. Hmm. So to be honest, what we did is we let the the business just wind itself down our e-com business because we couldn't do both and just focusing on the on the customer service
0: very cool so it's just a niche that you you're 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 not doing managed you're not or is it is it specifically customer service now no, or is there that, more
2: no look that's our wheelhouse norm you know we, we we've dabbled in the past and, and some other things um but um we we don't have a natural fit you know our team are all uh, americanos right so um, you know, living lives with everybody else, seeing stuff that goes on, which I think does make a core cool difference in customer service. You know, when you're a local talking to a local, you kind of know what's going on. Uh, I mean, if you were down in New Zealand at the moment, as an example, you know, there's been massive floods and the international airport was even closed. Hmm. So, uh, I've just got back from there. Um, so, you know, again, if you're in the U S and you know, that there's blizzards or different things coming through and you're chatting to people, you know, online, it's all all email you, you kind of know what's going on so you can throw in some empathy and some understanding, you know? Um, so, so that, that kind of is the speciality you like my team as well. So we did a little bit of listing work and everything else, but I, pr- I prefer to work in with partners who are kind of expert in that area and just keep our wheelhouse in in um, customer service, Amazon, Walmart, Shopify click funnels and, and an Etsy account, believe it or not.
0: Huh. No, I, I like that. I like when, you have an expertise in something and like you say it's your wheelhouse so uh anyways before i forget i'm just going to go down a a, another rabbit hole uh just quickly because uh i think this is really important and a lot of our listeners are trying to find other places to source from so you do have another company and i want to make sure because it's not on the list to talk to you about today. Let's talk about your other company for a second. And uh I, I is it sourcing Mexico? Is that what it is?
2: No, look, I wish I wish it was. it would be a good one. I'm Mexican sourcing, not Mexico sourcing, because okay. some other bastard got some some other person had got that already. Oops. Uh, I'm uh, so I'm uh, Mexican sourcing
0: okay very good yeah so and you're in monterey right now you're going to be over at the uh evil latam uh next week as well so it'll be interesting to talk to you but if you are interested check it out we're going to post that information in the comment section because we get calls or uh, people are asking us all the time uh, is there a sourcing agent that we could use in uh, mexico and we have a couple that are in the group but uh, Greg is definitely somebody that you can trust and that you can go to. So I just wanted to mention that. I knew I'd forget to ask you about that before the end of the the conversation. No, no problem. Now let's talk about how brands, um, how brands should approach customer service.
2: Sure. Look, I, I think everybody needs to take a step back and and really focus on number one on their product. Yeah. Uh, as starting to to you know, draw up their customer service, acknowledge what the weaknesses are, you know, go through um, all their competitors, see what other people are saying in reviews and that kind of stuff, and then just sit back and, and reflect because, you know, nothing's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Well, I, I'm the one exception there, but, you know, <laughs> things things do happen. Things do go wrong. And I, and I really think that the key for a brand is just to acknowledge that, also that they can't sell to everybody, That their product, the colour, the range, how it operates, how it switches on, uh, whatever, won't suit everybody. Um, And then to that end, if you're sitting back there and and kind of looking about your product and everything else, just just think about the way that you're talking to people. Because, you know, if people don't like your product, some of them say it quite overtly, and some of them say it kind of in a roundabout way because they're, they're a little polite, which is fine. But then you find that people think they have to keep batting back and batting back and try and persuade people. You know, and it's, it's just fine. You know, you've decided that you don't like the remote and for whatever reason, you know, let, let it end. So what I say to people, let let customers off the hook. If they say they don't like something and they want to return something, um, then, then let it happen because At the end of the day, Amazon has trained people over generations now. They have absolutely no responsibility of whatever they buy, uh, to buy five colors, to look at them and send four colors back, um, to fill up their garages with stuff that they don't want. So most Americanos, cars parked on the street, okay? And that's fine, okay? We're in a consumer society. So I, I think going in, when you're looking at your brand and your positioning and everything else, you also need to understand the ecosystem that you're going on in e-commerce, um, which is very, very different, if you like, to a uh, to a retail store where you have to front up to somebody and say, look, I actually want to return this. It's different when you have to eyeball somebody. Yeah?
0: Yeah, I, I get it. And uh, like for the listeners, if you've had – well, first of all, if you're doing your own customer service, uh, let us know and let us know some uh, – interesting experiences you might have had with that uh and if you've had some nightmares let us know if you've outsourced it uh what are your experiences there so let's talk about uh with customer care today so listeners if you have questions or state or, or comments uh just throw them in the comments section now I've got to tell you I had this is an, it, I had a one star review come through for uh some soap that I, I made. And the one-star review was because uh, they didn't like the shade of green the soap was. Yeah. And it's so ridiculous. I had another one with Dead Sea Mud soap that it turned their, like when they were um, using their face cloth, (laughs) that it was black. Well, yeah, it is. But just rinse it. You know, it's it's just stupid, stupid one-star and then you 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 see it and then they get voted up by some somebody oh. as ridiculous but yeah. some stuff like that especially the the green hue which was and somebody I, this was a a bunch of people came back and just laid into this lady i didn't have to do anything the the, the customers were were just you know how stupid is this you're you're yeah. actually going to give it a one star review but customer service, even in that case, was important. We did reach out to that customer. We did say, hey, look, if you didn't like the shade of green, we have other scents that you can choose from, including something that is completely just regular, like no color added uh, soap. But this is what I like about um, a, a service like yours. Like you said, if Steve in India is, and you ask them about, you, you know, the, the blizzard in Toronto, they're not going to know about that, you know, no. and you, you know, so, and you know, right away, but I, I think local and call centers overseas are are definitely like in the Philippines. I know lots of different call centers over there and they serve their purpose, but for what you're doing with sort of a unique um, blend of customers uh, I, I think it's it's absolutely perfect for Amazon sellers. And based on that uniqueness, let's move on to the next question. And let's, uh, can you give us some unique examples of uh, effective solutions that you have, uh, that you've implemented for customer care?
2: Well, sure, look, one of, one of the things, you know, and talk about returns and refunds, because let's say that's a big part of, of um, business, yeah? Yeah, and and in terms of Amazon, they constrain you um, severely by anything that you can do, and that's okay. It's their sand. So if you get a return coming through, you can set up an alert within your Seller Central account that'll actually um, pop you an email and let you know if somebody's you know lodged a request for a return. So what we do on those is we we reach out to those customers with a with a nice polite polite note. Hey, Amazon just told us that. Um, you want to return your xyz you know sorry to hear it wasn't quite right uh if you've got it still hold on to it uh maybe we can help you you know let us know you know love Greg, sort of thing right um, and and so what what often happens these days is customers have opted out um, but amazon gives you a couple of options there yeah you, you can you can send them a courtesy refund offer which I smile about because I've already applied for a refund and they're going to get it. Um, um, And if you do that, customers need to reply. Okay? And when they reply, even if they opted out of messages, then they've opened up the channel of comms, the comms channel. So then you can get a conversation going with this person. Does it make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And, and it's a very low percentage of people that um, that will actually then, when they send the, the Amazon bot, just sends one revert word back. It's either you offer a replacement, sorry, or would you prefer a refund? So the Amazon bot will just put replace or will put refund. So you can still reply to that uh, and try to get some sort of engagement going. And this is where it comes down to having um, Americanos on the team. Because depending on the product or whatever else, is depending on the comment we're going to make back just to try and get them to talk. Because at the end of the day, our clients are just, for goodness sake, stop any return that you can. Because all it's going to do, is going to ping my metrics. It's unaffordable for me to get the product out and change it around and send it back in and resell it. It's a, it's a loss on every possible level. Uh, plus now with Amazon's talk about them going to charge for uh, returns, um you know it it's like you give up okay so the whole strategy here is not so much to to try to persuade them to keep it or whatever else the underlying strategy um is actually to stop the physical return yeah
0: yeah uh i I get that and just that you mentioned (laughs) amazon again just nickel and diming now it's returns that they're going to be charging for so yeah
2: yeah and i uh I, I just feel that is just so wrong on every level, because you know you you train people for generations, as I mentioned earlier, to buy stuff with no conscience and return it at a whim. Yeah. And and now to hit up um, sellers, um, it, it it just it doesn't work for me. That's for sure. You know, and customer service within Amazon, which which new sellers come to us, Norm, get this, But they some of them have said to me, oh. I actually thought amazon managed our customers i didn't think we needed to do any of that and so eventually when we get in their account we we saw all these messages that have gone over slas or whatever they just never bothered to reply um so it, it's kind of crazy because of course if they do end up reaching out to amazon um in a nanosecond because i think they must be paid per second uh they, they just refund yeah you know? it, it, there's just no there's no debate right that's what mm. they're there for are there to assure the customer the the other thing to talk about on on returns and it sounds like we're a returns company not a customer service company um is when you're looking through the reasons um that, that people tick the box and and it just annoys me like hell is they'll tick you know not as described and i'm like you know it's white and it's gray and it is a remote um all i'll take you know other other things that didn't operate properly and it was a bar of soap so how did it operate yeah. what it is is even though customers have been trained that you can return anything they're not sure so they try to tick the box that they think will be most likely to get the return so when you're looking through all your returns and the reasons and everything else don't don't have too too much weight on that because it's skewed by right, just people being people wanting to make sure they'll get returned not have a hassle with Amazon.
0: Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, I, I feel sorry for people who are in apparel because, oh. you know, even for me, I'm going this online sellers thing, right? Yeah. I got to get some denim shorts. I don't know my waist size. <laughs> so there's different waist size for different customers. Yeah. Buy a bunch of shorts and whatever fits fits. The others yeah. go back. Yeah yeah
2: it, it, it's, and it's just the reality and and on and and you know with the greatest respect to the woman on on the call you know a size 9 and a size 10 and a size 12 um, especially because a lot of products do come out of asia you know they are small sizes yeah yeah if you think yeah. you're a 9 uh, and you try and get into a 9 you're going to be disappointed it doesn't matter what you I say to these apparel customers right they're on the small
0: side okay
2: you know, So uh,
0: last year at but- them, we ordered shirts kelsey you were you were there uh so we all ordered shirts for the the team and so i got a double x uh tim i i don't know i think he was an xl uh so they all came in we all tried them on and we walked and we have pictures of this My double XL. Was like a halter top, it was above my belly button, and we're all taking shots, and we were putting it on the uh, the social media. But that was a double XL. Yeah, it was crazy. So not all sizes are created equal. They're not. So so, and and
2: shoes. Oh my gosh, shoes. So so, unless you're a real expert in that area, and that's that's your kind of thing, and you know that, and it's inherently part of your DNA because. Believe me, some of our apparel customers do extremely well. They dialed into a niche, they know how it works, you know, and they're bang, bang, bang. But they, they've been on that game for many years. But if you're new looking in, I, I definitely don't believe there's that, uh, an opportunity for you.
0: Right. And the other um, interesting point that you brought up was about the, the balance between automation and personalization and customer care. Can you talk a bit about that as well?
2: Sure. Look, with um, th- there's two ways of this. You know, Amazon is is very is a very manual process. Basically, anytime you you can get to talk to a customer, you try to manoeuvre your way around and do it. The customers that we have um, that we run uh, on Shopify, some of them are are, are large, uh, and so we plug into a CRM system to help us. And so when um, and just like with Amazon, if people go through to Amazon and ask about their order, then Amazon spots or give them the detail where it's coming from and every every everything else. For our Shopify clients, me, the larger ones, and uh, we've got them plugged into a CRM, which will pick up the keywords of what they're looking for and we'll simply send them out the details that they're looking for. Okay. It's about a delivery. So deliveries are one thing where customer service Uh, And and I'm a great believer in in automation helping on that delivery side of things, because number one, it's cost. And number two, um, and with deference to all the offshore people, I don't want to know your life story and everything else and down the bottom say your delivery is due on the 20th. Okay? Just put up the front, ah, your delivery is on the 20th. Because, you know, asked and answered is a thing. People ask a question, you answer. So, there's times to be a little verbose and wordy and more explanatory, and there's times to punch me through. I'm on the phone, yeah. Whereas that sort of thing, so I'm a great believer in automation on that kind of level. Where I'm less keen on automation, um, and where AI is coming in, is trying to intersect and take out words when customers are writing about an inquiry, yeah. So, so, so that I believe is is remains an opportunity for for. Um, uh, for us humans who are still on the planet and we believe we're still running it, um, you know, to interact. And Shopify is a, is, a great, um, is a great platform because, of course, you can say anything to the customers um, and they'll talk back to you in real time. Whereas on Amazon, we'd never put the word star in a, in a message. We never put the word review in a message because these are all going to be caught up by bots. And they'll be flagged, and and we're always scared. One of these bots won't have had their oil topped up or whatever they drive on, and and we'll have a moment, and then shut down the client's account. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you do need to understand that on Amazon, your customer service is quite constrained. So so you, you need you need to be a lot more structured on Amazon, I believe. Um, whereas you you can kind of be more fluid on on Shopify. So what do I mean? What do I mean by structure? Uh, let me let me divert us down another rabbit hole at the moment. You know they're called SOPs, standard operating procedures. Now everybody gets a brain fade, but but it's quite simple. It is when this happens, do that. Mm-hmm. So many years ago, I got my driving license. So you sit in the car, and when you're first learning how to drive, it's. The rule back then was well if you're going to pull away from the curb, you know first you put your indicator on then you look in the mirror to make sure it's clear then you turn the wheel to the right and then you slowly move out into the traffic well i don't think many people do that these days they just seem to dart out in front of me but you know for whatever reason but that's a classic SOP there's a whole lot of things that you learn there uh, which then later in life you just do automatically but it's a process. And so what I say to um, the brands who are coming on with us, and I alluded to it before, let's have a, a warts and all conversation. What's bad about it? What doesn't work? What are the most common niggles? Let's identify all of them and work out exactly what are we gonna do if that situation arises, right? So if somebody comes back to us and they didn't like the color of white, okay? now we may already know people are going to comment about a color or if not then the structure still works so you need to have decided in advance what am i going to do if somebody says they don't like the color because the the whole thing behind customer service um, is to take all the emotion out of it because you know seven o'clock on a friday morning i'm checking my emails and somebody doesn't like the color i'm like seriously you what? <laughs> are you ready bang and it's just not the thing to do right yeah so what we do is we have a sop we have a thing a a, a core message the meat in the sandwich if you will and and that is to say what the solution is what we're going to do if you didn't like the color and then what we do is we dress that up um and and our our team depending on the message that's come in, they're reading between the line, the tone, the angle, is it short, is it angry, is it this, or is it that? So there's an opening sentence they'll put in there, you know, sorry to hear that, or whatever it is. Then uh, into the meat and the sandwich, which really cuts it down and says, this is what the clients agree that we're going to do in these situations. And then you you close with something positive. And my my absolute favorite, and everybody, must copy this and pay me. Uh, it's, you know, we're here seven days a week, so promise you a quick reply. Because if there's one thing if you talk to customers that they fear, number one, are they going to get an answer, right? And number two, is it going to be helpful? So mm. as soon as they reach out, you want to make sure you're em- empathetic empathetic with them. You acknowledge what their problem is. Oh, you know, sorry to hear, you know, or if it's a very formal message that somebody's written and, and you can see they're you know, that kind of person you know i am so sorry to hear you know you just alter your little language in the start to draw them in the, the message we wordsmith so it's positive but it says what will happen and then close on something positive and and that's a good you know finish off if you need one sort of thing yeah
0: yeah yeah i, I get that and actually i have my gmail set for a 30 second timer because if somebody comes in and starts screaming at me on an email about the color of white, it's like you said, you just want to jump on and go, are you, and you hold back. Yeah. And you know, in my younger years, I think I sent out a few of these things yeah. and then you're, you're trying to go, how can I bring it back? How can I bring I it back? So I've got the, I've got the 32nd uh, uh, timer. And also the SOP is is perfect. That way you're consistent. Uh, it's easy for if you're scaling your company, uh, it's easy to show your new hires exactly the tone that you're looking for. But you know, it's funny. You also talked about uh, driving a car. So 45, 40, more than 45 years ago. Okay. So I took young drivers of Canada, Mirror signal, blind spot gas. They've got that ingrained into my head. That's their SOP: mirror signal, blind spot, gas. And I still remember, remember that driving instructor drilling it into my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: and, and our, our whole life is driven this way. And so there's two parts of this conversation. Number one, if you're doing it, you if you're if you're a DIYer, and don't start me on that. But if you're a DIYer, then you need to sit down, and there's there's about 20 different scenarios that you can always come up with, and it's. It's also, you know, if if it's a return or if it's a replacement or Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, right? There's some standard stuff. But you agree with yourself in writing at the start what you're going to do. So then when you're on doing your customer service, you don't end up shooting from the hip, right? You're actually making very sure that you're, you know, you're in tune with the customer, okay? Which is is the most important thing. The the other thing that I, I would say to you to everybody who's doing it themselves um well you kind of you don't know what you don't know until somebody tells you something that you didn't know you didn't know mm. okay and and by that what i mean is what's the what's the best use of your time okay it's actually your next sale not the current sale the current sales in play uh, and there's not a lot you can do about that except mess it up if you don't handle it as well as you could, but the time that you're doing that, you should be focused on your next sale. Um, you know, is it on your marketing? Is it on your PPC? Is it on influencers? You know, is it on product differentiation? Is it on supply chain? I mean, there's a million things that a seller needs to be doing, and what I find is a lot of people gravitate to the, you know, to the customer service because they kind of like that, and it's their, you know, they kind of feel about it, and it's their comfort zone. But, uh, but I say to sellers, you know, if you're comfortable doing something, that's the first sign that you shouldn't be doing it. Because unless you're on the edge or trying to grow your business or learn or, or get on a podcast or read a book or fill your brain with something, it's not a good idea to fill yourself with that minute eye, you know, a, about customers. Yeah? makes sense?
0: Makes sense. Okay, we're hitting in, or we've hit the bottom of the hour and. Anybody who's listened to the podcast knows this is the time to enter for the hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. So, hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people, and you'll be entered into our giveaway today. If it's the first time you're listening, we have a great giveaway. We'll be talking to Greg about that again. But, um, tag Wheel of Kelsey, two people, you can take an entry. Greg, what do we got as a giveaway today? A giveaway for May? Uh oh <laughs> kelsey didn't do his
2: job <laughs> I, i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking there, there, there's two parts of the giveaway all right there's, all right the first, the first is, is a giveaway to the, the the lucky draw that kelsey runs and that is an hour consult with me to talk about customer service about everything in terms of that wheelhouse and you know to spice it up a bit if somebody's um, struggling with but a bit with sourcing, and Mexican sourcing might be something you know more relevant to them. You know, you, you're welcome to do it for the same thing. The the, the second part of the the giveaway um, is www.zonsport.com/norm. N O R M. Now everybody knows you, Norm. you you know you're famous worldwide, so you're the only Norm on the planet, as far as I know. Um, so if anybody wants to um, uh, click through on that link. Uh, What it it offers is as and when you sign up, we're ready when you are ready. Um, Anybody who signs up will get a hundred bucks off their first uh, invoice. uh, And we'll also send out our um, product insert guide, our latest update to that.
0: Very good, perfect. All right. So if you are interested in uh, the prize today, hashtag will tag two people, you'll get a second entry. Already seeing people coming through for that. And Kelsey, can we have a word from our sponsor, please? Launching products isn't like it used to be. To successfully launch your product, you need to hit that algorithm from all sides. Driving external sales, boosting social signals, and increasing product listing engagement are fundamental to success. Rebate is the first and only launch platform that delivers across this broad range. Get your product featured on Amazon.live through Rebate's Influencer Program. With this service, your product gets instant exposure to large audiences of shoppers and permanent placement on Amazon Influencer Storefront, which drives perpetual sales. Run a sweepstakes campaign on Rebate and connect with shoppers off Amazon. And lastly, drive external sales with tried and true deals campaigns. Visit rebate.com today and get started with your 14-day free trial. Okay, so now I want to talk a bit about multi-channel and what what what's very difficult for many uh, many sellers, and that is, you've got all these customer inquiries coming in for support, and they're coming in from email, chat multiple social media accounts how do you kind of how do you control all of that Look, there there's there's a a multitude of
2: channels and and part part of our overall structure limits to the amount of things that we can do Uh, for example we can't easily plug into people who are on um, social media for chat for giving that immediate response and that sort of thing that needs a, a business which basically has a whole team of people downtown you know uh, ready for any tickets, anything that comes through on a, on a whole range of, of um, products uh, and, and inquiries. Our wheelhouse is email. might sound awfully old-fashioned, but if anybody is typing, that is when that comes to us. So Shopify, uh, we'll, we get all the messages forward to us. Walmart are forwarded to us. Amazon, we get alerts, but we're in, in the Amazon accounts twice a day uh because we look at a range of other things with our with uh, amazon um etsy etc we all get a, a feed that comes in we give all of our clients a, a unique uh email address that they're sending everything through to and so their account manager uh, or if, they're, if they are if they are away uh, their support manager because all of our all of our clients have an account manager who, who's the expert and manages their account and a support manager who, who looks after things when people have a day off or the way or whatever. And so that, that comes through to this one uh, area that these two people are managing. Um, and we get the crossover there because questions that we've seen on Shopify, we get that kind of thing on Amazon, we see it. Um, we kind of know what it's about. And then we see a bit of a trend and then we'll, we'll drop a note back to a client and say, hey, look, we, we've noticed, you know, this shade of green really is not working who chose it right it's the wrong shade of green. um so so that's how we manage that side of things some of our clients have gone onto um onto a, an 0800 or a 1-800 phone number um and they rapidly got off it because they got a lot of grandmas and other people who were just ringing in for a chat and were a bit lonely which i, I think is kind of quite sad in, in a way or other people were just ringing up just to chastise them or whatever about their product um, and so what they've actually done, which I think is quite clever, and here's where tech comes in, um, it goes into a, a voice to chat. So uh, an AI then sends us an email and says, okay, here's all what this is about. Um, and what they've done on their message services, they preface this, look, you know, thanks very much for your call. Uh, the quickest way for us to serve you is for you to uh, give me the following information. If you Please tell me the date of your purchase, what your order number is and let me know what the problem is. Yeah. Uh, And we must have your email address and can you please repeat it? And so basically with that then converts, if you like, to um, to email and then we manage it accordingly. Chat uh, is is not something
0: for us. Okay. All right. Now let's talk about mistakes. Customer care mistakes. I'm sure there are plenty.
2: Well, look, I've covered quite a bit in terms of mistakes, and it's how you're interacting and dealing with customers. But if we take this to the next level, um, what I want to kind of talk about is customer pathways. Customer service is always, always about creating various ways customers can get in touch with you. Now, you know, because of the pandemic, which really, you know, ruined my life for a little while, because I, I travel so much and I couldn't, mm-hmm. um, the QR code suddenly became famous. It's, it's in use everywhere. You know, even here in Mexico, you go into a restaurant and there's a QR code, you know. Um, and so they, they've come into a great resurgence. But that said, there's a lot of people who really aren't into QR codes or will do it in a restaurant if they have to. Um, but anywhere else, you know, they're, they're not inclined to. So what I'm saying to people is if you're looking at your product insert your packaging or whatever, you know, we're easy to contact. You know, you put a QR code, for heaven's sake, down below, put an email address for those right. who aren't into a QR code or don't want to do it instantly on their phone. They, they want to do it on their PC or their Mac or whatever. So customer pathways, you know, for me, are in in four distinct ways. It doesn't matter which platform you're on. Um, You know, the first thing is is in your listing. It's in your images and your infographics. And we all know if you don't have infographics, these days you've got rocks in your head because so many people uh, relate to images. But you must also have that in your listing because a lot of people aren't going to scroll all the images or if they see the infographic they're like oh, i don't i don't i don't look at those things right i words are, are what makes sense to me i'm a bit of a wordy guy so you make sure that even if you've got it in your in your infographic you've got the dimensions listed out in your listing and in particular you've also got it down in your product description because if you're on mobile it's going to pull up your product description right so right it's okay on your listing to be repetitive and so there's a subset of three customer pathways there if you like number one is with the images number two is with your bullets number three is with your description number four maybe is down in in, um, in all the other bump. okay so the the second area which is a is a, a customer pathway uh, is on your packaging now i see so much packaging that looks really great but it just misses the point. And I'm not travelling with any examples with me with me at the moment, but if you look at a Nike or those those sort of um, uh, sellers, they always have a customer service email there. There's always a pathway. Yes, some of them have a, have a, a, um, a QR code. Uh, all of them have a website. So let, let me just talk about the email at the moment. The email you want to have is hello at Greg's business.com. You don't want sales now. Nah. You don't want info. No. Nah. You don't want problems. You know, you, hello is such a neutral word. It it's like I I, I prefer to use that. And and I, and in terms of I, I work with people who work with words and dynamics and wordsmiths and all that kind of stuff. When we when we set up a lot of SOPs, and it does. It is a very neutral word. Hello, at, Okay because people will then reach out to you if they've got a problem or an observation or want to check in on something or for whatever reason. The, the third pathway is you must have a brand website. You must have gregsproduct.com sitting up on the web. It's so easy to do, costs you nothing virtually, If you even if you want to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. You're going to grab your images off your Shopify or Amazon listing or wherever they are. You've got all the words already. And then right up front and center, it's, um, you know, we're easy to contact, you know, hello at QR code or whatever it is, um, because some people will just go search, right? They can't be bothered with customer service or anything. Uh, they just jump on Google, do a search, find it, and on that on that search, on that listing, on your website, you can have anything you like, right? There's no Amazon there saying you can't do this and you can't do that. So you can have your, um, your product... Um, 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 you know, the operation, how to switch it on, switch it off, you know, troubleshooting tips, you know, recipes, you know, whatever it is, you can have lots yep. of ad- added value sitting there, which you'd like to put in front of your customers, which is far less limited on Shopify, and it's totally limited, if you like, on uh, on Amazon. Uh, and the last area that I've spoken about is, is the socials, okay? Everybody's into social media, and I'm a bit of a dinosaur on that, but I'm I'm kind of, I'm, I'm out there doing some stuff, not a lot. Uh, and, but again, you know, it, it's got to come through that it's easy for people to send you a message. And in, in particular, you're going to get it and you're going to act on it. So if, you, if you've got those four, you know, the listing, the packaging, your brand website, your socials, if they're all leading back into your, your customer service funnel, then Norm, you haven't really made a mistake unless you mess it up when you're responding.
0: Yeah. You know, I don't know about you, but there's nothing. So let's say you have a problem or you don't have a problem. You just want to get in contact with, with the, uh, with the uh, supplier, because maybe you want a different color or whatever it is. And you go to their website and you have to hunt, hunt for a phone number or email or whatever it is Yeah, on their packaging. There's nothing there when you get it there's there's no insert there's nothing yeah you want to really get a customer ticked off make it impossible for them to find you or try to ask you a question and there's tons there's tons of uh of uh, uh products out there that make you do this it, it's crazy yeah
2: totally put you through the hoops try contacting, yeah. try contacting AT&T i'm like <laughs> i just need to phone you because i'm in mexico and something's not working right <laughs> uh, anyway i digress, uh, I digress. Oh. so yeah the, the whole the whole thing about customers is for whatever reason if you make it so simple for them to connect with you you're you're, you're ahead of the game there's right. no doubt about it and then if the style of your reply and your response you know is in tune with their language then you you'll go a long way further as well and 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 you'll, you'll have a bit of fun along the
0: way yeah right okay well let's see kelsey can we get a couple questions going oh and, yeah. and by the way if you want to do if you want to enter the wheel of kelsey today i just saw brian enter it's hashtag wheel of kelsey or tag two people and you'll get a second entry
1: and the prize is a 60 minute uh, free review and consult with greg so um, yeah, take two people for an extra entry, and we also have uh, something available for everyone where you can get a hundred dollars off your invoice from Zon Support if you use uh, the link provided. So that's ZonSupport.com/Norm. And uh, yeah, let's get into some questions. We got a bunch coming in. Um, first one is from Luke. I've heard there is a way to start a customer service loop by messaging customers, uh, providing them with some sort of value, and then we are able to have. Actual back and forth dialogue with customers—is a thing? Is it a good idea?
2: Well, I think you must be talking off Amazon. Uh, and look, I th- there's two things here. At the end of the day, what are you actually trying to achieve? Okay, because just accept you've got a great product and you've sold it and somebody's bought it, and and that's fine. If it's a, a product that you've got which has got um, you know a residual to it, you know it, it's a uh, your rubbish container and you're selling rubbish bags then yes there's a, a reason for you wanting to wanting to do this but um, if you' if you're just starting getting going I, I really encourage people just to keep it real simple from the get-go all
1: right Kels okay uh, next question is from Claudia uh, for a very small brand how important is it to have a customer service phone number that you show on your product? uh packaging look even the big brands
2: often don't have a customer service phone number you you don't you don't need a customer service phone number and surprise surprise a lot of customers are a lot more comfortable to send an email or drop a note about something than they are to ring you um so i absolutely um would keep right away from phone numbers i would have as mentioned a, a website up there and i would have upper you know front and center hello at your brand or if hello is gone to some other part of your business, something kind of neutral to uh, to get people to connect with you.
1: All right, question three. Okay, um, and Luke just messaged, uh, going back to that first question, uh, he's talking about on Amazon to ask for feedback. Ah, uh, Yes, okay, so yeah, Luke, absolutely, absolutely. And, and look, these days, this
2: is all automated and I strongly recommend that you go with the automation because Amazon do do a good job with it, whether you're with Helium 10 or uh, Guru or one of the many, um, many platforms out there when you're review, reviewing, um, you know, your, your account, different things, how it's running, all of them have a, a, an automated request, a review. And so by signing up for that, what it, the software sends a signal to Amazon and then Amazon sends out the, you know, please leave a product product review and please leave seller feedback. Amazon love to have control. So you're much better to do that than to try and do it yourself. Because if number one, it's laborious, and number two, if the bots see all these emails suddenly going out to customers, it's gonna flag, what is this guy doing? Why are they trying to draw our customers
1: off Amazon? So, So stick with the automation. Okay, great, uh, another one from Claudia, I like this one. Uh, has there ever been an instance that was so ridiculous where you said no to a refund? And if so, would you tell us that story, Gregor Dorn?
2: Well, look, I'll, I'll go first, because the this is the beauty of the outsourcing to us. We have no emotion, although we do have some chuckles in the background and we have some real moments in the background as a team on this sort of stuff. Um, if you don't send, if you don't refund the product you will be rewarded okay and it's called a low star review so for the rights and wrongs and for everything else the quickest way to um to move on through life is to accept the refund and focus on the next sale because you've already lost this one and going down that rabbit hole it'll it'll bite you on the derriere No.
0: Yeah, I I agree with what you said. And no matter how ridiculous it is, you have to give that review because uh you yeah, they'll just slam you with a one star. Uh I mean, there's many a time that I don't want to give a review, like the green soap, for example, or the Dead Sea Mud. Uh I'm just trying to see if there was any other really just and there has been tons of just stupid um. I mean, you've, you've
2: never, you've never refused a refund have you,
0: you know no, 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 absolutely not. And no. even if I get a uh, more of a neutral, like we, we take a look at our reviews and we'll even offer another cent. So if somebody's saying, Oh, it's a little bit like, I love the soap, but it's a little too heavy of a cent. Well, we'll send out a, an email just saying, Hey, um, you, even refund the money. Here's a, a few choices that you can go to Amazon and and pick that might be a lighter scent for you, or something like that. Or if it's on our Shopify store, we want to make sure that we're customer centric. And if if they have neutral, even two stars, the one stars usually go way overboard. Like they're just, you know, they got a problem. They had a bad day. They'll never be happy. They'll never be happy in in most cases. But the two three stars are the ones that I like to really pay attention to, and Make sure that they're happy.
2: Yeah. And can I just drop in a comment there, Norm? You know, when customers write in, some of them, we call them keyboard warriors. They write in a really rude, abrupt, pointed message. Basically, they're unhappy. We don't reply, okay? Customer service for many organizations is, did I reply to every message in 1.2 nanoseconds? No. If we get a keyboard warrior, we're like, we ain't talking to you. So you go to bed, in the morning you'll wake up, the universe is still spinning, life will have a different perspective and we'll have responded by then and you won't be sitting on your keyboard pause coming, come on, I dare you, I dare you, say something. And the same as in the morning, if we get one of those, we say, well, that must have been a rough breakfast and we'll respond to you at the end of the day. Always on Amazon within 12 hours and 24 is the cutoff. Which for, for many clients coming on initially, they're really a bit scared about it. But I said, look, the KPI is 24. If people are really aggravated, we respond in 12. Um, that that might save you a bit of heartache as well.
0: Right. And uh, one of the other things, if you do see a a group of one stars come in, two stars, uh, yeah, check out the profiles if you if you have time. If it bothers you, uh, what we found on this one. So we found this one person coming in and it was a very technically, it was a technical uh, review and it went into the molecular structure of soap and why this was bad soap. And I'm going, what the heck? And I go into the person's profile and they're either one or five star reviews and the person English is not their first language. So you could tell like there were just no, proper grammatical structure to the sentences and yet they're they've got this three or four paragraph scientific explanation about the molecular structure of soap and so we were able to get amazon to remove that because it was not coming from when we just took shots and we said look at this is the person one star five star 30 different reviews and now this person who can't even spell this word right is writing yeah. this document
2: yeah it's called copy paste <laughs> from wikipedia yeah, yeah somebody paid
0: them 20 bucks to do that uh, okay all right let's get on to question four
1: all right um we have it from luke he says that return strategy is brilliant uh how do you activate that I uh, yeah you know i was thinking that as i was telling
2: you about it it's a long time since i've been in uh done a setup in the in the background in Amazon um uh it's it I believe it's in your return settings shivers I uh, look sitting
0: here I um
2: how do I get this message to uh Luke later
0: oh we'll we'll get you that information
2: okay, uh, there, okay. the
0: simple way is to join our group Greg ah okay the your group. simple way hint hint nudge nudge did i even get have i ever got an invitation to join your group no oh kelsey do your job
1: for <laughs> <on> me
2: <laughs> okay I'll, I'll join the group and reply on that it'd be my pleasure
1: all right Alrighty. all right fantastic okay and our last question um i'm not sure if you'll know the answer um but from rad can we get solar products from mexico uh,
2: i think you'll find the solar products down here all um coming from china and and on mexico you know to get it back across the border china uh, mexico into the u.s you know under the free trade agreements uh the, the products going to be manufactured you know the raw materials basically going to come uh, from mexico there's, there's a little ratio in there but i am yeah. i'm pretty sure so- solar the Chinese are all over that and and own that niche. So I, I, I'm 99% certain. Uh, no, I'm 100% certain. No, n- n- solar products, no. Unfortunately.
0: Okay. Yeah. All righty. Okay. I think that's it. Last chance for the giveaway today. Hashtag Willa Kelsey. Tag two people, and you'll get an extra entry. It's been awesome having you on the show today, Greg.
2: Hey, look, it's been good to catch up, Norm. We, we keep running into each other at all these events and keep saying, you know, we must catch up some more. And uh, so, yeah, we've, um, we've, we've done well to finally make this happen. I appreciate your time.
0: Oh, now in Monterey, we will do
2: lunch. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fine. I look forward to that. Okay, I'll even bring you a mug. <laughs> okay. No, no, don't, because then I've got to cart it around. Ah, yep. okay, okay. Get, get this, seven months on the road, carry-on bag only. The
0: way to travel wow wow i yeah. hope you do laundry
2: <laughs> oh
0: daily norm the daily <laughs> all right okay. so um, let's go to a will uh, let's go to a sponsor then over to the wheel kelsey anytime
1: just a second you really threw that one out quick here we go <laughs> we're from our sponsor
0: i want to thank jeff schick legal for sponsoring this episode of lunch with norm You've probably heard on the podcast about Amazon suspensions. They're very real. It can happen at any time. And when it does happen, how do you get out of it? How does the little guy like you and me get out of these suspensions without paying an arm and a leg in legal fees? This is where Jeff Schick Legal is here to help. For a very low monthly retainer for only $89, get access to Amazon attorney Jeff Schick. That's right. You can sit back, relax, enjoy that cup of coffee while listening to the Lunch with Norm podcast, knowing that you have an advocate and a partner in your business success. But wait, just mention Lunch with Norm and receive 50% off the first two months. Get the protection you need and visit jeffschick.com today. That's J-E-F-F-S-C-H-I-C-K.com. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, I just saw Tony Sagar. Tony, I don't know if you got my message, but I'm going live with your product today, so it would be awesome to have you on the Amazon Live. So, uh, anyways, that's a little bit later on. I see that there's a comment here uh, from Claudia. Uh, I want to talk to Greg about sourcing from Mexico. How do I contact him?
2: Yeah, Greg at AmazonSupport.com. That's just the easiest one to do at the moment, or Greg at MexicanSourcing.com. I don't know. okay
0: perfect all right so kelsey if uh you could just throw that in the comment section again it's been awesome having you on here i'm, I'm glad we're going to be able to to meet in a couple of weeks uh if you want to kick around uh after the wheel uh you'll just be back in the waiting room for a second and okay. then uh we'll okay. get right over to you all right okay kelsey the wheel
1: all right the wheel of kelsey here we go it's
0: All right. Anytime. Oh, by the way, Tony's asking what time, what time are we having the Amazon live today?
1: Uh, That is up to you. When are you going? I'll,
0: uh, I'll hit you up after, uh, after this, Tony, I I think it was at four or something like that. But um, anyways, uh, I'll, uh, I'll message you.
1: All right. All right. So thank you everyone for entering today's Wheel of Kelsey. I'll shuffle these up. Lots of people today. Yeah. And uh we do this every single podcast. So make sure you come back on Friday. You know the Wheel of Kelsey. If you are the winner winner, please email me Kate at Oh,
0: look at that. She snuck Marcia. in at the very last minute and she won it. All right, Marsha.
1: All right, congratulations, Marsha. You know what to do just email me k at lunch with norm.com and uh, we'll connect you with uh, Greg. Congrats everyone. And make sure you guys sign up uh, at Zon support to get a hundred dollars off. Uh, just use the code or uh, use the link zonsupport.com slash norm.
0: All right. All right. See you later, Greg. Thanks again for coming on and we'll talk to you soon. Ciao. Yeah. All right. See you want more great information. Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcast, click over here.
1: Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur.